Smoke! Incoming! The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 118th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And i just making my official announcement this week that I'm 100% retired from Call of Duty Black Ops. That game is dead to me, almost as dead to me as Beers and Leaves. This episode is an exciting one. We have Call of Duty Modern Warfare finally out. Along with that, we have a special guest with a member spotlight coming up. But up first, we have Solus Grimm, who's been playing a ton of different games, but lately has been raging on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What you drinking and what you playing? How's it going, guys? Uh, I am drinking a new bottle of Widow Jane and some Coke, so I'm happy I got that because I ran out. And I'm playing Call of Duty for some god-awful reason. I don't know why. It is pain. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. You love it. And Outer Worlds was boring. I I love to hate it. And yes, Outer Worlds was horrifyingly short. So I'm a little sad about that. We're glad to have you in the Modern Warfare Raging carrying on. You say that now. Just give it a couple (laughs) words. You'd be like, we need to kick this guy. Boot your ass. (laughs) Yeah, we need to kick this guy. He's, he's, He's lost it. All right. Up next, we have the man who solely gives Canada a bad name, our resident Call of Duty expert, Beers and Leafs. What you drinking and what you pl- or yeah, what you playing? You're playing Call of Duty, no doubt. How many hours of Call of Duty do you have already? Hey, I only have 24 right now, so I'm on a low totem pole right now. But how's it going, guys? Um, sadly, to disappoint everybody, I'm drinking water because I'm trying to trim down my fat ass, so I'm only drinking alcohol on the weekends. Um, and I'm playing uh, Borderlands 3 and Destiny. That's what I'm spending most of my time playing. And, no, just kidding, obviously. Call of Duty, that's all I play. I don't play anything else. You guys know that. <laughs> yeah, no other game exists to you. Jesus. You're worried about like uh, XP and, and all that nonsense. I'm like, you, you play it like 8 billion hours a year. So what the fuck do you care? You'll eventually get to level 8 Yes, billion. but it gives me some reason to play. I have to go for uh... something. And when those challenges aren't working, it just frustrates the fuck out of me. <laughs> And now the moment you've all been waiting for, a guy who's an OG member of Too Old to Shoot and a Grim Reaper gamer, Minnesota Vikes fans, how you doing, and how is uh, Call of Duty? And we all know you're playing Call of Duty. How is it? I am playing Call of Duty. Um, to date, this is probably the best one since the original Modern Warfare. Let's get right into the, uh, the member spotlight real quick. We're going to bang that out since uh, we finally got you on the show. <laughs> Yeah, this should be good. Yeah. So let's just start right into it. Like gamer tags, uh, they most almost always tell us something about their owners. Tell us about yours. Uh, mine's pretty, pretty obvious. Pretty pretty obvious. Um, when I first got my Xbox, I did the random generator, and it came up with grungy crawdad, and I just couldn't do it. So um, being a season ticket holder for 20 years for the Vikings, I thought it was pretty obvious to come up with that name. 
All right. Uh, how long have you been gaming? Goes back to Atari 2600 and Intellivision. Nice old school. Pitfall and, uh, well, I never had the Intellivision, but my friend had it. I was always jealous about it. That was pretty cool. Had great, great graphics for the time. <laughs> it was, it was ahead of its game or ahead of the, the curve when it came to graphics back then. Yeah, it's funny. I remember just watching the guy run. It's like, whoa, that's lifelike. Like a little stick figure. That was a lot of hours wasted in my life playing video games. All right. Assuming that you're not a professional gamer, what is your day job? I was retired but got bored, so I just help a family company run a business for window film. And uh, what's your favorite car that you've driven at that shop? I've seen some of them. They're pretty sick. Uh, probably the favorite car is a McLaren 720. Um, it's a spaceship. It's the weirdest thing getting in and out of it. And when you're on the freeway and you put the gas down, you really feel like you're in a rocket. Yeah, some of the stuff you post in chat is just nuts. It's, the cars are just crazy. Well, that's the kind of thing with this company. We're we're kind of a, an elite type place where we do a lot of high-end cars. Uh, it just kind of goes with the, the territory being in Vegas. Yeah, my uh, kid said he'll take one of those Porsches that you posted last week. Well, you know, so. <laughs> as soon as he gets that job, that makes 600000 a year. More than welcome to <laughs> yeah. All right, so what is your favorite game of all time? Of all time, it's probably Modern Warfare World at War. Oh, wow, yeah. That was, that was some great clan nights with that game. That's really what set, well, we'll say Tool to Shoot and then GRG up as a mainly Call of Duty clan. We used to have a few different rooms playing private clan matches. Remember, it was an upheaval. It was like a hardcore shotguns only on upheaval or yep. something like that. It was crazy. Good times. Good times. What upcoming game or games are you most looking forward to? I hate to say it, but the new expansion for War of the Warcraft. Oh, boy. Um, that was, for a long time, not just me, some people in this clan, that was their crack for, for a long time. And they're finally coming out with a new expansion, and it sounds like they're going to change a lot of the aspects of the game that might make it a, a, a reason to go back to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I put some time into it. Uh have a few characters. If anything else, I would say coming out with some type of blackout on Modern Warfare. Black Ops is, I mean, they did it right. It worked well. Um, we all played it. And that's the only reason I will put that game in now is to play Blackout. Otherwise, I'm never playing it again. I'm uninstalling it. Fuck that game. <laughs> There's rumor about another Blackout type thing coming to the new Call of Duty. There's no way they won't do it because of how successful it was um, on their first try. It's coming early New Year. Yeah, their first their first try it was better than anything that was out currently. I don't disagree there. I think uh, especially for consoles, for me it was my favorite battle royale game on Xbox over PUBG, Fortnite, uh, anything Apex. Nothing else compared to it. It was just I enjoyed it a lot more than those other games, but. That's just me. It it worked. Yeah, it worked. It played well. It played smooth. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we see one for Modern Warfare. That that would just really round out that game. All right. Well, let's get into the uh, well, the weekly rant or the episode rant. I'm going to push this one off till later when we get to our COD conversation because it is Call of Duty centric. So we're going to push this one off. We're going to go right into the gaming and geek news. Uh, first up. New season, season two of Jack Ryan is out on Amazon Prime. If 
uh, if you have Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm going to give you the pseudo H2 review on this. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to give the H2 review on this. I liked it. And that's that. So uh, if you have Amazon Prime, if you like spy shit, definitely check out Jack Ryan. It's great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a spy show. If you like CIA spy stuff, this is right up your alley. And the best part about it, it's ep- eight episodes, so it's really easy to binge watch. Eight episodes of 45-minute episodes. So it goes by real quick. And uh, I thought season two was just as good as season one. Looking forward to season three. Well, some of us... Some of us haven't started watching season two yet, but season one was good. Um, and if you read the books, they're supposed to follow along quite a bit. I haven't read the books, but so this is all new to me. You have to be able to read first, so don't worry. Wow, they've got Audible. They read to you. Coming from a guy, that's just me. Yeah, coming from a guy who said he doesn't like book stuff earlier. What? When did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. He said it in the pre-show. I love books. All right. The uh, other topic that we had to discuss this uh, for Gaming Geek News was the newest Xbox Elite Controller version 2 is out. It came out a few days ago. Uh, This is Microsoft's Elite Controller version 2. Lots of new features. Adjustable tension thumbsticks. Uh, It has uh, an adjustable hair trigger. So I think you can put like three different settings on it, like uh, open, half, and then a little bit. So you can adjust how far you want the triggers to go. Wrap-around rubberized grips and re-engineered components. So I did see an exploded view of this, and they did update the issues they had with the version 1, which was the right and left bumpers. They switched it to a hinge set, so it's not going to be that shitty little plastic spring that broke on everybody's Elite controller. Everybody who had an Elite controller, this broke. It didn't matter how much you babied it. It was a poorly designed thing. Only problem I see with it is the price tag, 180 bucks. A little rough. It is a very expensive price tag for so many little things that average people probably won't even touch. I know uh, Beers is getting one. I don't know if you got it yet or no. I haven't got it yet, but I'm waiting because my birthday's in a few weeks. So I'm hoping I get it by then. If not, if not, I'll wait till Christmas. I'm not gonna buy it myself, but I need to get a new one because I really miss my other one, and I'm not buying a new. Uh, generation one elite because it's just stupid the new one's right out so i'm anxious i want to get a new one because i'm so sick of using my daughter's xbox one s controller and he uh he cheats he programs dolphin diving on the paddles so he's that type of gamer hey that's between us okay asian got his and he seems to be pretty damn happy oh i'd imagine so the thing's gorgeous oh man oh yeah it is it is very very beautiful but just so much money man half a console yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it, totally not worth it. You, you've all seen, it. and if you check out the forums, I've posted my ghetto Elite controller. I used to have the Elite version one; it died. Um, so I managed to make my own, and I got the trigger stops on it. I put the Elite thumbsticks on it and the saucer pad, and that's all I really wanted or needed. So I'm happy with that. But as Vikes was saying earlier, my kids will probably wind up getting it for getting it for me for Christmas, of which I will be paying for it anyway, so yeah. I might as well just buy it now. Go figure out. Yeah, if I ever did it, I'd probably go your little cheaper route and just modify a standard controller. That's all I use. I never mess around with anything. Like you said, most people don't mess around. I didn't mess around with the paddles. I didn't mess around with the software settings. I didn't play around with that stuff. It was 
I like the saucer pad. I use the paddles on Elite Dangerous, and that's the only game I ever used them on. I'm too old to learn new tricks, so. <laughs> I think that's my problem with trying to do PC gaming now. I just, <laughs> mouse and keyboard just blows my mind at this point. You need one of those MMO mice that have all the buttons on the side. Nope. <laughs> that's what I use. So, stupid question. You know, since you guys have elites, um, why not buy a Razer controller? That's an option. Um, the reason I don't is because it's wired. The Razer Wolverine, um, it's a pretty solid option, but it's wired, so I don't want a wired connection. Doesn't it have it's all a the big same thing too. Programmable, programmability as uh, the Elite, though? I don't know. Um, I'm not super up to date on it. I think it can. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I know that the one thing is the Elite, you can do everything through your Xbox, right? You don't worry about any third-party shit. So uh, let me continue this conversation for a second before you jump. With Call of Duty, you do see um, the mouse and keyboard coming into play now. Yes. Why not? I mean, to be honest, if you want to use an Elite controller, you can buy a mouse and a keyboard that is pretty impressive for gaming that I would assume would work as good or better and have multiple functions. I, I don't quite get the, the reason why people get Elite controllers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like after having the version one and after seeing it break, so it broke twice on me. I managed to fix the bumper and then another thing broke and it finally was just done. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people like the, you know, the controller. They want to sit in front of the, you know, on the couch in front of the TV. They don't want to sit at a desk. They don't want to sit with a, a keyboard or a mouse. And I guess they like the paddles and the programmability of it. You know, they're just used to using a controller. Switching from a controller to a mouse and keyboard is a big jump for a lot of people. That may be an issue. The paddles and the trigger stops. Yeah. Yeah, the, the trigger stops are great. You start messing around with trigger stops, you, it's hard to go back. I don't think I can. It feels like when you pull a trigger on a regular controller, it's, it takes 10 days to get all the way to the back. But that's why I put the quick stops on mine. So they, And it works well. It does what I want. So I'm happy. $180. bit crazy. That's exactly my point. It seems like you can almost buy a console for the same price for a controller. It makes no sense. Uh, but people want it. I know uh, Asian bought it. Uh, Valiant's got one on order. Uh, Beers is getting one. So, Oh, I don't doubt their popularity at all. Yeah. I get that. I think if it was $100, I, I would probably jump on board a lot easier. All right. Let's get into the main topic. We're going to discuss the latest Call of Duty. Modern Warfare has been released. It's been out for uh, a few weeks now. And uh, we've all got a chance to play it. Put some time into it. Uh, let's get into this right away. We're going to start talking about the campaign. Uh, who here has played through the whole campaign? Played the campaign. I'm on my second run through it right now. I think I'm three quarters of the way through it. Uh, Beers, you've played it already? Yeah, I finished it on uh, like regular mode. Now I'm doing it on realism. So what's everybody's thoughts on the campaign so far? Pretty intense. Fucking beautiful. Visually, it's stunning, I have to admit. Oh, absolutely. I agree there. I think um, when you were doing those night vision raids, that those, uh, those levels or those chapters, whatever you call them now, on the Xbox X at 4K, I swear I was watching something straight out of a spy movie, something just straight out of a movie. It looked real as real could be. I, I was totally impressed by the quality of the graphics in the game. Uh, especially during those missions. Yeah. I was like, wow. 
this is awesome. I could do this all day long. That was really cool. I've got the X, and yeah, I mean, and see, I started on realism because I didn't want to play through it twice. So I'm suffering through that terrible choice. But it, oh, so beautiful, man. And though you're right. Those night vision missions are just outstanding. Outstanding. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's like you're just playing like, holy cow, is this a game? This looks like it's real life. Yeah, so believe it or not, I've actually played the the campaign, the single-player campaign, something I rarely yeah, do. Yeah, that, that's for sure. And I, <laughs> and I did not do it just on the basic bitch mode, easy mode. So I did it on the CEO, the Call of Duty veteran mode, or whatever it's called. I forget what they call it. They had a, a thing that said for Call of Duty veterans, play this one. It's probably just regular. It's probably just a step up above uh, basic bitch mode. So I, I enjoyed the campaign. I loved it. I thought it was really good. One of the things I liked about the uh, campaign was that it wasn't very long. I think I finished it in two nights, maybe like five, six hours. I was done. Uh, so that's a plus in my book. I know a lot of people like a little bit of a longer campaign, but I'm not buying Call of Duty to play the campaign. No, that's a good, that's a good length for it, especially with, when you want to get to the multiplayer. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and the only reason it's taken me so long is because I'm playing it on realism, and it just... I die so often because it takes two shots, two to three shots to you and you're done. And some of those fights are so yeah. many enemies. You're like, you're hiding for half the battle just so you don't get hit. Hoping for a checkpoint. Okay. So without spoiling anything, Beers, uh, what was your favorite chapter of the campaign? My favorite chapter? I had, um, you know, I did like the, the short night vision ones the one three-level house and kind of take care of everybody. I thought that was kind of fun. It seemed pretty realistic to me, but I liked the Piccadilly Circus one too, just because of the way it was set up and the way it, was, it played out. It was short. It wasn't like a fantastic mission to say, but I just liked the way it, it all kind of played out. It was kind of cool. And I liked the sniping one actually too, the Highway of Death. That was kind of fun. Yeah, you pretty much touched base on all of mine. The sniping one was was my personal favorite. I thought that was the most fun, trying to dial it in and snipe at the long distances. The Piccadilly terrace battle was great just because of the chaos it was, just from a terrace attack in the middle of like a civilian environment. And when Captain Price threw the civilian guy who was stuck in that bomb suit over the edge, I mean, that was pretty tough. (laughs) So the campaign can get real rough at times. I mean, it is, it's ugly. The war is ugly and, and... I think this game does a good job to showcase that while still being a game. And what about when you're the kid? What about when you're the kid and you got to blow oh, the guy away? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, that was a whole, that's another tough level. I mean, it was tough. The game had some rough spots. Solus, what was uh, your favorite uh, level? Uh, I haven't beat it yet, but so far, I believe my favorite level was probably the nighttime raid with the mortar flares. You know which one I'm talking about? That's the embassy. Yes, that one. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was intriguing that you'd, you'd have to launch those flares and every time you did, you did not know where they were going to be. Well, that was that movie, um, 13 Hours of, what was it, Bang's Eye or whatever it's called? Yep. Oh, well, I haven't seen that. That was pretty much straight from that. Oh, well, watch that. That's another uh, good movie. And it's got the guy from Jack Ryan in it. Oh. Jim from the office, so it's it's definitely worth it. Well, that was probably. Thanks. Have you have you put any time in the uh, campaign yet, or you went straight into multiplayer? 
I, I did go straight into multiplayer, but I have tried to play some of the campaign. And, you know, I'm basically at the level that Soul has just said, the embassy, um, which I do like. A uh, couple things that were great about it was he had to make a decision about the kid. That was pretty rough. Um, the other one was getting the person out using the cameras. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. thought that was re- yeah. really cool how they did that. It reminds me of Splinter Cell, um, which is some of my favorite games ever. Uh, but the other one I really liked was, uh, I think it was Proxy War. Okay. Where you actually you take the oil filter and use it as a silencer and blow up the choppers. Yes. That was a good start to the game. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I played the level a couple times just so I could shoot people with the silencer, you know, headshots. You can get that silencer <laughs> on one of the pistols in game. The oil can silencer. I'm sure. <laughs> I've been unlocked for the, uh, the Glock. <laughs> of course you do. But so far the multiplayer is on par with the other, you know, call of duty games in the past. Um, they give you just enough to intrigue you and uh, wanting you to play more to finish the story because they actually care about the story, it seems like, in most of the Call of Duties. Which is a, sh- a shame about Black Ops 4 because they didn't include a campaign. That, that's right. And that's what made the game's repl- replayability a little less for a lot of people. Um, they added the Blackout. I get that. But some people buy these games just through the campaigns. So I'm glad they they did you know a campaign multiplayer um, spec ops and you know they're just going to keep adding features uh, going forward which makes you know the the replay value and your you know your value for your dollar just you know makes it easy to buy the game. A lot of games don't do that these days. They have one or the other, and you know PUBG, Fortnite, they're kind of one sided. I mean. Fortnite's kind of cool because they do the building aspect, but in the end, it's still kind of a battle royal game. And I don't know, having one game for the same, you know, for $60 is pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no doubt. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not one to play single player campaigns and this one, they did a great job of it. So I got six hours out of it. So that's a good chunk of that $60. <laughs> but uh, up next, we have the co-op spec ops section, which I don't know if any of us had a chance to play that just yet. I know this is not something that I'm interested in, so I don't know if I'll ever play a minute of this, but has anybody tried this or seen any of this, or what's your thoughts on the Spec Ops? I actually have not played it yet, but, you know, going back, I think it was Modern Warfare 2 that had Spec Ops the first time. I could be wrong. I couldn't remember which one. They were so well done, it, you know, it gave you basically a second game, you know, within the package. And I'm hoping that this does the same thing. Yeah. I know beers didn't play it yet because the challenges aren't open for it just yet. No, I didn't <laughs> play it because it wasn't ready to play for the first few days, which is true. And then I, I had an update to do and I did the update and I just haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm going to play it. My son wants to play it. So we'll play that together. Yeah. Uh, I remember playing it back. Yeah. I can't remember what I played it on. Modern Warfare. Well, okay, what was it before? Was it Spec Ops? Now, the one I'm thinking of was in Modern Warfare 3, and it was basically like uh, a form of survival mode. Is that the same one you're talking about? No. The one I'm talking about is where you had 
missions that were timed that you had to complete to, to pass or get to a certain level. Um, and the goal I think was to get three or five stars for a mission to, you know, move forward. Um, they were quick. They were quick missions, a couple minutes long, I think, but you know, you had to ride a snowmobile through, uh, or at least down a mountain through the woods and fire at people, um, hold the position, uh, go and take over a plane that has uh, terrorist on it. Um, it just gave a new aspect oh, to the game. Oh, fuck. I remember that now. Okay, I remember that now. All right, all right, all right. Yes, that was cool. I remember that now. Sorry. I remember the fucking plane mission. Jesus Christ. I haven't done it yet, but I always like PvE elements with other players. So once I get a chance, I'm definitely going to give it a try. I'll probably enjoy it too. I won't even play a minute of it, so I don't care. <laughs> Just like the zombie thing, right? That was the good thing about the other Call of Duty games is they offered a a whole other game within it, right? That's why Black Ops 4 was so good, just because the zombies were fantastic. I loved zombies in the early stages of Black Ops. It evolved in such a weird way now, though. I didn't like it as much. I just loved standard zombies in Black Ops. So much fun. Let's get into why we really bought this game, because there's really only one reason why we all... Four of us purchased Call of Duty, and that was that's for the multiplayer. Shiny camels? <laughs> what? Shiny camels? Fuck off, beers. <laughs> no multiplayer, multiplayer. So uh, this is this is the main reason why we bought this, and this is pretty much where uh, Grim Reaper Gamers and Tool to Shoot came from was uh, a Call of Duty clan, and we've been playing Call of Duty titles ever since Modern Warfare One came out. So that was like what eleven, twelve years ago. Yeah, At least. I know Modern Warfare came out 10 years. So Modern Warfare 2, wait, I'm sorry, Modern Warfare 2 came out 10 years ago. It was 2009. I didn't look up Modern Warfare 1, but so it's been a while. So let's, let's talk about maps real quick. We'll get right into the maps. Vikes, what's your favorite maps and why? I, I think, to be honest, it's the palace. Um, it's, it's one of the bigger maps in the game. And depending on what mode you're playing, um, this map offers multiple runs throughout, right? You you can go around the sides, uh, straight up the front, go through buildings, uh, but it's a large map. I like kind of the bigger warfare. Uh, playing, or the ability to play the 10v10 on those maps, that map, is it's just a lot of fun. It's quick, it's chaos, and it's pretty, to be honest. Yeah, I enjoy that map as well. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to play it. I usually go into the base and try to use either my marksman or sniper rifle shooting out. But yeah, I like I like the the 10v10 maps. I do. I like the 10v10 gameplay. The I run it with when I filter. I do six v six dom and uh, team deathmatch, and then I do the 10v10 dom and team deathmatch as well. I filter on those. I'll take any of those games. I agree. There. Just having the extra, you know, four people per team, it, it seems like you see someone all the time. So you're always trying to, you know, shoot or kill someone. Uh, it, it just seems a little more faster paced. Beers, what's uh, your favorite map now that you're here? Well, I think uh, Hackney Yard is probably my favorite map, but probably not for the right reasons. Uh, I like it because there's a high spot I can get to and cheesy kind of spot, but. 
I like it for that. But for a regular good map, Gunrunner. I like Gunrunner because I like to run and gun and shoot and run around like an asshole all the time. And on that map, it's kind of small. So I don't get sniped by people just sitting back and waiting for me to run by all the time. So I like because I like more of the close quarter games. So Gunrunner is probably my favorite map just for the sheer size of it. Solus. Not the fucking bridge. Not the fucking bridge. Solus. What's your favorite map? Ah, man. I have a love-hate relationship with so many. But I think I think my favorite, despite how much it hates me, is Piccadilly. Ooh. Yeah, I know it's an odd one to choose, but there's so many options. You can either choose to snipe from the back if you run in Team Deathmatch or even Domination. Or you can run the sides and try to sneak up on people. Just makes it fun. But it also means that it can happen to you. And I've been caught and spawned so many times, which sucks so bad. Yeah, see, now I'm like you. So in popular opinion, I like both the F-80s, or I don't even know how to say that word, Bridge or Piccadilly. I like them both. I know everybody else in the world hates the, these maps, but I enjoy it. I don't know. If Piccadilly, I like Piccadilly. I can get around and move around. I like Piccadilly. Yeah, a lot. Piccadilly is fun. A lot fun. of people hate it. As long as you don't get spawn trapped. Shit, I, I like Bridge. I think that's one of the best maps. Also. The Bridge is fun because there's one spot you can sit on the right side. And you know where the a lot of the people like to jump off that little cliff to run up the yeah. ramp? I snipe there, and it's just funny how many people just keep filing through. And if you got a quick enough sniper and you can get those shots, you just pick people off left and right, and it is just hilarious. <laughs> they line up for you. That spot is on the A side. If you get onto the other side where the bus is, there is a spot where you can lay down and shoot underneath the bus, and you literally can get everyone running out of the spot. I must find this spot. It is... It's fantastic. If you're playing Domination, if you can get B, no matter which side you're on, you can sit there and snipe, and you can just collect the kills all day long. Like, And if you get B, you can see right into A and snipe all day long, and you can cover the B flag. So you can sit there and, and just snipe all day long. I get all my kill streaks that way. Uh, same if it's the other way. Um, so if I'm at A, A side and we get the bridge, you can sit right at the back end of the bridge, and you can look right into the sea spawn and snipe, and it's such a dickhead thing to do. And I, I do manage to get a few captures there, but I'm mostly playing for sniping. Piccadilly's another one I like to either snipe on or I'll run and gun a little bit. But yeah, my favorites are like what Beer said with Gunrunner. I think that's a great map. Um, and then St. Petrograd, or Petrograd, I, I do like that one as well. Uh, the current batch of maps i enjoy that one what do you think on the maps overall like in general i think that the game a needs some more maps because it seems like you're getting the same rotation a lot and i don't feel that any map is really outstanding as far as like previous call of duties where you always have like crash come up from like call of duty modern warfare 2 or you know the different maps that follow along with you um i do do you see any map that's in the current roster right now that would be one that would follow Call of Duty in the future? I mean, I don't know. Not with this. I think that's the weak that, spot. Is, I do. Yeah. That Granzo Raid, that map has everything you want. Buildings, open field, 
Um, so you got sniping, close quarters. Uh, B is in a tough spot, and it's hard to protect and keep. There's a lot of, of different flows in one game, and it any any game type fits into that map. Yeah, I, I think that's the one I get lost on all the time. I'm I'm still learning that one. Is that the one with the like bees in the center with yep. that one wall on one side and the vehicle right next to it? Yep, and then there's the field to the left. Okay, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one's... Oh, I'm thinking the wrong map. Okay, I'm, I'm on the wrong map. I know which one you're thinking. I, I snipe on that map. I like that one as well. That's a, that's a big team one. That's a good map. That's a 10v10. I agree. That's a good map. It, it is fantastic. Let's get into weapons here. So we, we have a whole new weapon system with the brand new gunsmith that's that's crazy uh we have all these different guns whole different ways to level them up i think each gun has a hundred levels so i I don't even know how you're going to finish them all i just that's not going to happen at least for me but i know some will what do you think first of all let's talk about gunsmith what do you guys all think about gunsmith i think it's a great addition to the game for the simple fact you can make the weapon any way you want for some people that like to, you know, run and gun, like Beers was saying, uh, you can set your gun up to do that. Um, or you can do single shot, or you can burst or snipe. Um, there's just so many different options that they they want to cater to everyone instead of just one type of gamer. And that that's what's made this Call of Duty better than the ones in the past, is it, it does cater to everyone. The amount of customization that they give is pretty insane. It's the gunsmith is pretty awesome. I love being able to change mid-match to accommodate for any loadout that I may need for whatever scenario that comes up. If there's a bunch of people just like running and gunning and I need to do the same. I can just automatically switch to it. Or if they're snipers and I need to counter snipe, I can do that. That is awesome. It is amazing. And the amount of attachments on it is insane. Yeah, or if you unlock a, a new item, a new attachment for your gun in middle of the game, you can attach it right then and there and use it right away. And this is basically, I mean, this is a straight ripoff of Battlefield. This is a, a feature that's been in Battlefield forever. So this is like, we're going to take this and use this. <laughs> it's about time. I, you know, it makes having just five classes. I don't know if you get more classes than that, but it makes having just five a little bearable because you can change. Like if you have a shotgun loadout, but then it's a sniping match, you want to get rid of that class, you can change everything about that class right then and there. Beers, uh, what do you think of Gunsmith? You can save them too. You can you can save your blueprints too. Like when you get a gun and have tweaks and stuff on it, you can save blueprints so that later on, if you want to go switch to that one, it's a lot faster than instead of you know going into the class mid match, putting your gun on, throwing the attachments on that you want. It's already done and ready. So that's pretty cool. I like that. I haven't messed with that yet because uh, I'm still playing around with stuff as you unlock it. So I figured maybe that'll be something a little bit more in game. Well, that's the thing. There's so many attachments. Um, like, like even for example, the sights. There's like some guns have like 30 different sights or whatever it is, 70 different sights, and they all do something. But a lot of them, it's so minuscule. Like what they do, it's it, it's not a lot to make a difference. It's more just here you go, here's 70 sights. Do what you want with them, and some of them help you, some of them don't help you so much. The one good thing though is that they all, when you're using them. It looks like you're looking through a site. Like, it magnifies. It's not like some of the other ones where you just kind of throw the site on and it's just, there's a red dot. It actually looks like you're looking through a site, which is kind of cool, too. It looks a little better. It's also about weapons. Let's hear what you guys' favorite weapons are. What are you guys, what's your go-tos right now? 
Uh, mine's the M4. The M4. Any uh, SMGs, LMGs, snipers, anything uh, else? Or? I'm a big fan of the, the, I think it's the Bison. Oh, the submachine gun. Yeah, that is unbelievable how fun that is. But it all depends on the map, right? Um, anything with anything with range, I tend to take the M4 or whatever. What's that first gun? The Kilo. The Kilo. I hated that gun at first. As soon as I locked a bunch of stuff, um, it is probably my best gun in the game. But I, I want to try everything before I you know, say, oh, it's this or this for sure. Unlike games in the past, I typically did find a gun and... Yeah, and I've been kind of foolish that way. I, I usually do that in Call of Duty games is I find a gun I like and I never change. Um, I'm trying to be a little more open when it comes to this game. And this game does allow you to do it. It's fantastic in that sense. I, I try to mix up as well. Like I have five classes set up and they're all different. But Solus, what are you running with? M4A1. I actually do the armory build that you get. The um, If you got the yeah. pre-order? I forget what it's called. You know yeah, what I'm X, talking about, but you get you get that one on XQM or something. It's like already or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it's all decked out, and then I do a slight modification. I change the sight on it and put on some grips for the handle. But other than that, I kept it the same. I run that, and then I actually run overkill and run a sniper. So just in case there's snipers, I can counter snipe as well. And I use the secondary sniper. I don't remember its name. The second one's HDR. The bolt action. Yeah. And uh yeah, and I run it and with all kinds of different mods, I don't remember what it is. I've got the silencer and other stuff too, so I'm not easily located besides the glaring bright scope that everyone can see on the map when they look at you. <laughs> yeah, I use the uh I use H- HDR is my favorite sniper, uh when I use sniping. Um on bridge or the other maps. And but I yeah, I, I switched up this the uh, scope to I guess it's like an ACOG style scope. I don't know. It's a smaller one. Ah, um, I didn't see, and I, I use. I wanted to aim quicker. Yeah, I understand that. And see, that's the thing: as I aim a little slower, but I use the heat scope. Okay. Uh, just because I'm really good at spotting little minute differences. So as soon as I see a little supremely black spot or supremely white spot, so even if you're running cold blooded, I can still spot you pretty quick. Because it's very obvious. So I run that because I can see people so much quicker than I can with the regular scope. Because apparently I'm blind otherwise. For me, it depends on the match. Um, usually I run the M4, the like the same one that he got, the pre-order one. But I run the MP5 a lot. And I run the, the LMG, what's it called? The um, M91. Those two guns I probably use more than anything else. If I get, you know, frustrated enough with people sniping me and I do switch to the sniper, then yeah, I use the uh the what's called the HDR. But yeah, the the LMG, the M ninety one and the and the MP five are the two that I use more than anything else. And then I always have a joker with me. Boy, I, I've tried to run the M ninety one. I have an LMG class and maybe I don't have the right attachments on it, but I do not like this gun i feel lmgs are heavy and slow they slow you down when you run and they just don't seem to do enough damage when you're shooting someone i feel you lose every battle against someone with an assault rifle i feel oh, like no assault rifle is just better yeah i i just i don't know maybe it's just i gotta practice it with a little bit more but i do 
because I even feel when I'm using it, when I'm shooting people, I feel like like I can feel it's impacting. Like I mean, it feels good shooting them with it. It's got a huge magazine too, right? So that helps. So I, I'm also using the uh, the M4 as well. I, I started off with the Kilo. It's nice gun, um, but I, I got that to like level twenty something. I was I'm like, let me try something different. So I'm trying the M4 because I know it's going to get nerfed. I think this Tuesday. I think that's going to be a that's going to get hit because that one's a pretty super accurate, heavy damaging gun. So I'll probably switch it up to the M13 after. But the M4 right now, um, I have an SMG class run. I run and gun. And I have the MP, right now I'm using the MP5, and I think it's okay. Uh, the P90 was pretty solid, but I'm looking forward to the MP5. That's the one I want to. MP5's good, in. but I, you got to do the PP19 Bison. I'll have to try that. I don't know if I have that unlocked. I, I probably do. I just haven't got, gotten around to trying it yet. It's, it's pretty nasty, to be honest. Now, I, I do run a uh, a marksman class. I'm a big fan of these rifles. If anybody's known me, have played any sort of shooter with me, especially battlefield titles, uh, you'll know I'm a big fan of the Grand or the M14s. So this game's got the M14 EBR in it, and I'm just a little fangirl over these stupid guns, so I always use them, and I'm still using it now. It's definitely not the meta gun, so it's definitely... I put myself at a disadvantage using this, and I use it more for like close combat stuff too. It's weird how I use these guns, but I love it. It's a fun gun for me to use. I pro tip: you spam your shots. It takes two or three shots for a kill. If you just start rattling them off, you'll usually win the battles, and you have something that can shoot some distance. That's my little oddball gun that I run with. I run that one on Piccadilly a lot, which is weird. It's it's not like a map you would think you would use it for, but that's what I use on that map. All right, uh, let's go uh, real quick in the Call of Duty. Compared to other CODs, past Call of Duties, anybody missing past Call of Duties compared to this? <laughs> yes. Like, you are? I still, you know, Modern Warfare 2 and 3 are still the iconic games where they, they changed the way video games were, you know, designed and being built back then. While this game does a lot of good stuff, um, following that, you know, boots on the ground, they're still, I don't know, I still feel the nostalgic part of it for those older games. They just seem to play better. Or maybe it was just more fun back then. Yeah, I think Modern Warfare 1, when that came out, that was so different than anything else that that obviously was going to be like a mind blower. It's like, hey, this is a fucking good game and nobody else is doing this shit. And it was so much better than any other title at that time. And then Modern Warfare 2 just took that and made it more fun. Just made it more fun. We're going to keep this thing. We're going to lighten it up a little bit and get a little crazy with the, the kill streaks. But does anybody miss specialists like Black Ops 4 or Infinity Warfare? I know Beers. No. <laughs> no. No. Don't miss the specialists. Don't miss them. Don't miss, do you miss the wall running? No, I hated the wall running. I just adapted to it, but I don't miss any of that shit. I, I like it like this more. This is more what I would prefer. I know what you miss. You miss the neon, like the 80s style neon camos and the clown outfits and the makeup. They'll be coming. They'll be coming. You watch, you watch what comes with the season pass, or not the season pass, the... Uh... <laughs> I'm not buying any of that shit. All right. You, you, watch, you watch how fluorescent I get. So let's, let's talk about some crossplay here. 
Uh, so with this title, Crossplay is enabled and basically allows you to play with anybody that's on a PC or PlayStation 4 or Xbox. Uh, theoretically, you can all play together. Um, I've left mine on because I always worry that I'll have trouble finding games with it off. Um, and usually it does a pretty good job where it pairs you up with uh, PC players that have the same controller as you. or you know, They're on a controller and not keyboard and mouse. But I have seen it where it puts me into lobbies with players with uh, keyboard and mouse. I usually back out of them because I don't like dealing with that horse shit. But uh, what's everybody's thoughts on the crossplay? I mean, I personally like it not only because I have you know all three consoles or PC and consoles. Um, it just gives you the ability to get more, into more games, right? And have you felt at a disadvantage being on like, uh, Xbox when you play against PCs, or you feel it's okay? I've only found a, or had a couple, you know, of the what the fuck moments, right? Where you can tell it's someone that has a keyboard and a mouse that it's just quicker than I am. And does it happen a lot? No. I, and that's why I don't really get mad about the, you know, the crossplay. Yeah. Yes, I think there might be a disadvantage once in a while. Um, is it super noticeable? I I can't say for sure. I mean, I like I said, like when I, I got into a lobby where it was just me and there's like the other team had like five or six keyboard and mouse people. I'm like, I'm just not dealing with that horse shit. And I think it does a pretty good job trying to to uh, fill the lobby with your platform first, and then it'll mix into it'll dip into the next one, so PC. But the one thing I noticed was I have not seen a PlayStation Four person in any of my games now, ever, ever. I think you have and didn't know it. No, I've not seen a because, PlayStation. Hold 4. on, hold on. Because I the other day our team got slaughtered. I what we thought was a bunch of PC players, we got embarrassed. And then I went online on Activision and I was looking and I wanted to see how you know who you're playing against. The emblem that we all, when we were on the party that night, all thought was PC, isn't PC. It's actually a console different than yours. Oh, yep. Yep. So it looks like a little screen. Yes. Looks almost like a little monitor. That's not PC. With a car. Nope. PC looks like a little tower, a computer tower. Oh, see, I I was thinking that that was keyboard and mouse. I know. No, the what that is. The, so the one that it looks like a monitor is a console different than yours, which obviously is going to be PlayStation. And PC with a controller looks like a little a computer wow. tower almost. And I honestly haven't seen a yeah. lot of those in lobby. I've seen a few, but I've seen more PlayStation players than I have PC players. Okay, well that's who I've been seeing then. So I'm I'm compl- I was completely wrong on this. So actually, yeah, thank you, Pierce. I mean, wow, I thought it was PC with controllers, and nope. No, and if you see like a PlayStation Four symbol with a mouse, then that's the PlayStation Four with a mouse and keyboard. But yeah, the, huh. the, the interesting. I just I googled it just to see the differences in the the views and you are right. Well, imagine that beer's right. Canada gets one thing right. It's about time. And we got two things right. We don't let you in. The one thing I I can say that I'm not thrilled about with crossplay is I really think it should do a better job of letting you know when somebody that's okay. So when you set up crossplay. You have to have an Activision account or Call of Duty account. 
And I think it needs to do a better job of letting you know when your friends from other consoles or platforms are online. So like I have a few of the PS4 guys friended over the Activision friend list. And I think it should beat you over the head. Hey, you know, Jimmy Fleshlights is on PS4 right now. You know, invite him to the game. Like I never see that. And I know we've been having a lot of problems with Xbox uh, issues with parties that it hasn't been a focus of ours to get other platforms in, but I wish we had a better way of, you know, the OSHA was a better way of that being signaled to us. Like, let us know, hey, somebody from the PC's on or PlayStation's on. Some, you know, it, it, within do, Call of Duty. Do you name your flashlights? You don't? No. <laughs> Rookie. Sorry. I guess I'm not old enough. <laughs> Lies. You're probably the oldest one in here. What are you talking about? Yeah, a solid 28. I'm going, man. You do play so play video games. Go out to the club or something, dude. That has never, ever, ever been my thing, man. His thing is at the glory hall picking up guys named Fred, but we won't get into that. Um, But let's talk about Ground War. Uh, So this is Call of Duty's version of Battlefield. So they're basically dipping their little pinky toe into the Battlefield arena. Yeah, I've played a little bit of this. It is a watered-down version of Battlefield. It, it, it almost reminds me of that game, that the hot mess of a game that came out called Homefront. Oh, my God. But I think that's pretty much what this is. Basically, what if Call of Duty was Battlefield? And it's more similar to Homefront, except that Ground War in Call of Duty actually works, and Homefront never fucking worked at all. So I only played a few games of this, and I probably need to put some more time into it. I mean, it's COD Battlefield. It's fast, frantic, chaotic, with nonstop kill streaks in the air, uh, and the majority of the players absolutely not playing the objective. But I think I need to put a little bit more time into this. I've only put like three or four games. Uh, have you guys played it this yet? Who's played Ground War? What's your thoughts? I've only tried it in the beta, and. I tried it a couple times and that wasn't enough. Yeah. I played I played the other night and I was sniping on top of a building not playing the objective because nobody else was. And the next thing I know, a, a nuclear bomb went off. The attack nuke went off because I guess my team captured all the flags and the other team didn't capture anything in 30 seconds. And that sets off a nuclear yep. bomb. I was like, what the fuck just happened? But Solus. You can also... If you go, what, 50 or 60 and oh, without dying, you can send a nuke because my buddies went several times and done it. His biggest match was 112 and seven. Jesus. On Ground War? Yeah. Uh, Ground War. I, I love it. The only thing I wish is that they made a second Ground War option that didn't have vehicles or kill streaks. Because if it was just all the people doing the large domination, I would have a lot more fun. But there's just so many kill streaks that are going on, and all the vehicles all over the place. It it makes it a lot less fun. It, it doesn't stop telling you there's helicopters in the sky. UAVs up, UAVs up, UAVs up. Like holy shit, just shut up. Well, because it's so quick and easy to earn. I like the ground war. Pierce, have you played? Yeah, yeah, I played yeah. a few times. I like it. I mean, nobody ever seems to really want to play when I'm on. I've gone on myself and played, and I'm not a huge fan of the, the quarry map. I just find that when you spawn on that, you just fucking die so easily. 
but I do like the other one, the city map. That one's a lot of fun. Quarry map is just fucking ridiculous because you spawn and somebody can snipe you from the other side of the map basically when you're spawning. The court, the the buildings, at least you have a place to go, rooms to go and do floors to go and roofs to go on. It's, I like the way it's set up. I like ground war. I just wish they had a secondary option without all that extra stuff. But I do like ground war. But I am the opposite. I like quarry a lot more than I like the city. Just because so many snipers set up on top of the buildings. And I get sniped like five feet from spawn so many times. I think the biggest problem we have with ground war is the fact that you can only bring in four people. That's just fucking stupid. Is what yes. What that is. Yeah, Why so, have a party of 20 people available where you can only play fucking four in ground war or six in a multiplayer game? You can't even bring 10 into a multiplayer game. You get, what's the point of a 20-person party? Yeah, I think that's a big fail. I mean, like, we, we had uh, 10 on the other night. We could have went into ground war. or not ground war. We could have went into um, 10v10, and it would have been just just fine, but the game only lets you have six, and then ground war only lets you bring in four. And I think you're playing 32 versus 32, and you can only have four? Whatever. Yeah, that's a hard fail on their end. All right, let's 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 uh, continue this. Let's go into um, the bad. And here's where my rant comes in. So this is where the uh, episode Lala Rant comes into play. Uh, the bad, I'm going to start this off because there is a big, big problem with this game. If you have Xbox X and you're connected through 4K, you will have hard crashes. There is no way around this. Everybody's getting this. I'm not sure what the hell's going on. They don't know what the hell's going on. They're asking people to contact them if you still are crashing because they have no clue what's going on. I had a crash so bad the other night that it actually almost bricked my Xbox. It, get, it put me into the black screen of death, and I thought my Xbox X was dead. I thought I was done, and I thought that was it. I was going to throw this out and have to suck up and buy a new one. I thought it, Originally, I thought it overheated. I let it sit overnight. The next day, I fired it up, still black screen. And then if I'm dicking around trying every single thing I find on YouTube to, to try to repair this. Nothing. Now, I'm an IT guy. I'm a computer guy. And I used to work on laptops way back in the day. So I tore this thing apart. I'm in there messing around, trying to see what's going on. Uh, still no luck. I eventually wound up pulling my hard drive out to see if that was you know, the issue. Because it could have possibly been a hard drive or an HDMI issue. So I pull the hard drive out and I connect it to my computer. And I see that it's all working. So then I was really defeated because I'm like, oh, the hard drive's good. I could have replaced the hard drive. And for shits and giggles, I plug it back in the Xbox, and the thing is resurrecting, comes back to life. I'm like, thank the fucking God. Uh, currently, my Xbox is in a pile of parts. It's not together. The shell's not on it. Shit's all over the place. It's a fucking mess, but I can play it. I got to button it back up. They need to fix this. This is game-breaking. It is so bad. You, It happens a lot for people on Piccadilly map for some reason. You'll lock up and done. So I'm hoping the update that comes this Tuesday or it'll already be out by the time this episode is released fixes this. But holy fuck, that's bad. I mean, it almost bricked my shit. And if I wasn't an IT guy, I would have been done. That was my bad, bad thing for it. Guys, what are, what are yours? Who, who's got a bad, a bad thing for it? 
Well, I, I have the opposite. I have the OG Xbox, and I have not had a single crash, knock on wood. Um, and everyone that seemed to have upgraded their you know system to the newest and greatest seems to have had this issue to a certain extent. Yeah, this is an, this is an Xbox uh, X only issue, so yeah. <laughs> it's. I've heard a couple things that um, may have been causing it. One is the chat overlay. If you have that on, if you turn it off, Nine times out of ten, that cures the crash. That seems to be, well, an easy fix if that's really the case. But not having one, I can't say for sure what would be really causing it. The thing that sucks with this game is the rotation of maps is just awful. They need to make it where you're playing or giving the, 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 the players a chance to vote. Right now, you have no, you know, no opinion on what map you play, and people just leave the match because it's a bad map, and that gets pretty old quick. I think the issue is they release so many game modes, and so many of the maps are so specific to game modes that it kind of hampers the selection. So, six v six has X amount of maps. Ground War only has two. Ten vs ten has what three or four. So, yeah, after a few hours, you're already seen that map like five or six times it's just i hear you i think they just need new maps i think they need to add more map more maps which i think they have 38 planned so hopefully that helps hopefully yeah they got a ton that are apparently planned that's a significant amount and like 20 other modes too they got a whole bunch of modes that are data mining man reveals everything uh See, now I've had the crash. I would, I dropped my party layover overlay, whatever it's called, and I haven't happened, haven't had it happen yet. But I also heard another cause of the crash is the uh, if you try to if you hit your Xbox button while loading into a map, it can also cause the issue. Why would you hit your Xbox button? Oh, 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 you're on the controller. Yeah. The controller. Yeah, on the controller. Like, I'll check friends' lists while I'm loading into the map. Just something to do while it's loading. And I had gotten to the habit of doing that, and now I have to stop because it's one of the, supposedly one of the things that might cause the crash. I'll, I'll be playing in Piccadilly, having a good game. Lock up. <laughs> Nothing. So it's, yeah. And I haven't really tracked what I lock up what maps I lock up on. I'm really bad at reporting that. I just, it happens. I restart the Xbox. I, uh, take my Xbox off of wireless, put it back on. And I know for the chat party chat, that actually has fixed my issue. It sucks. Cause I got to go offline and then back online. But when I do that, it automatically fixes the party chat, not connecting every single time. All right, let's let's get into some of the good. What do you guys yeah, what, what do you guys bad. love about this? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you did. No, what, beer's bad. Let's go into the bad for you. Nothing. No, I'm just um, nothing. I, I do. Ha- you. you know, although I have, I don't have the One X. That is the most frustrating thing because half the people I play with have the One X, and we spend half the night breaking up, jumping out of the lobby, waiting for them to get back in, start up again, and someone else gets crashed out get out go to the lobby get back in that's a big pain in the fucking ass i don't have the x so it doesn't affect me personally directly but in that sense i fucking hate that 
but the only and the bad things that happen are the little things that should be worse that aren't. Like, you know, like I said, like the challenges, but not just that. I mean, just basic things like that. Like, it's a fucking challenge that they put out every day. It should be working. It should be counting what you're doing, not just looking at zero and then days gone, they're going to challenge, you're done. Just little things like that. Other than that, I mean, the map rotation, like Vike said, kind of sucks. Sucks the fact that you, you can't rotate or, I mean, vote on your maps, which is kind of bullshit, but whatever. It is what it is, and hopefully that's something they'll tweak later. But I don't have a lot of bad things other than little minor things like that. And uh, some of the maps are just fucking camp fest, but whatever. You learn to deal with it and get around it. All right, well, let's get into some of the uh, the good things. What, what do we really like about this game so far? So um, what's your favorite parts of the games? The big thing for me is being a hardcore player on most Call of Duty games. This one, the core is, I think, right. Um, the time to kill is fairly quick to hardcore, uh, or at least towards older Modern Warfare games. I think you can you don't have to play hardcore anymore. It's kind of nice. The other thing is is the ability to change your loadout. I well, real quick, I I agree with I, I agree with that with the uh, the time to kill, and that was one of my things was the uh, the fact that it feels like a good middle ground between previous titles, core and hardcore. So it's like right in between the two. Um, but hardcore is a little different too. Now hardcore allows you to regenerate your health, which is something past hardcores didn't allow. Um, because I played a bunch of hardcore because I was doing the pistol challenge. And it was just easier to play hardcore and get pistol kills. But but anyway, go ahead. I think the other big improvement over the last game, and I guess Beer said it a couple times, and, and I've said it too, is the ability to change your loadout on the fly. I think that is such a huge bonus to this game, just for the simple fact is you don't know how each game's going to play out, and you can change everything as needed. Or if something's not working, you can switch it up. Yep, and so you, yeah, I can I can see why you only need five classes. Now I don't know if they will ever increase that from five, or is that just five locked and that's that? Yeah, they haven't said anything about increasing them at all yet, at least not in the public. So yeah, whatever you can switch, it's all good. Uh, Beers, what's uh, some of the things you like about this title so far? Um, I like well, I like the way it plays, like the gunplay and the actions, the way it moves. It it seems a little more. A little more realistic, I guess, you know, compared to, you know, Black Ops 4, Modern Warfare 3, Infinite Warfare, blah, blah, blah. There's a big list. So it's a lot closer back to, closer to how it used to be, but I still think it, it just, like the gun, I just like the gun animations, the way it plays, the way it sounds. It just sounds and looks so much better, in my opinion, at least. Uh, I, I think it looks great and plays great. Um, I don't think... The score streaks or kill streaks, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're not overpowered to the point. I mean, some of them are up there forever because, you know, jackasses don't bother shooting them. But, I mean, it's not like Black Ops 4 where you constantly, constantly had something up in the air killing you nonstop. Always something killing you. So I, I kind of like the way that's been spread out. And I don't know if that's just because people aren't using them yet or that's just how they, it's set up because they're kill streaks now instead of score streaks. If you get score streaks, you have to put a perk on to get that, and I guess people aren't using that perk. So I kind of I like that. Um, other than that, I mean, whatever, nothing, nothing sticks out to me besides those kind of things. 
Well, I, I agree with that because I thought like when you had the score streaks and the endless uh, stuff up there and, and Black Ops, there were the previous Call of Duty titles, they made the kill streaks, score streaks so powerful that it was just, if you played Domination, you would just get steamrolled. And once it started happening, it just wouldn't stop. And it just made yeah. it unfun. Um, where this is like, so someone will get a kill streak, they'll throw up there whatever they have and it'll be what it is. Even if it's the, the helicopter, it'll be up there for a few minutes and it, but it won't completely sway the the game. It'll be annoyance. It'll suck, yeah. but you know, you can still come back. From and unless it. they're using a the perk, unless they're using a the perk to make it score streaks, it's done. It's not like feeding onto your next streak and then you're getting the fucking VTOL and then you get the juggernaut right afterwards. You know what I mean? Because you have to get those kills not from your score streaks. So I like that they change that. And the way they set the maps up, um, when you have those type of score streaks, which in, in previous games would destroy the rest of the team, there's so many places to hide and get in, you know, indoors. Um, the score streaks are kind of taken out of it at that point on most maps. To be fair, I've had a couple of the, the things like the uh, mortar strikes or the airstrikes have gone through the buildings, like several layers of the building and still hit you. And it's like, really? I mean, I get it's powerful, but it shouldn't be that powerful. Yeah. Especially with the building still standing. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. It's not battlefield. If it was destructible, it'd make more sense, but it's not. So come on now. Sola. So what's, uh, what's your favorite parts of the game? Well, the fact that I actually like it, Besides all my raging, I actually really enjoy this Call of Duty, which is, it's been since Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 that I've actually enjoyed one. I think their map design is a lot better than it used to be, because their three-lane stuff was really annoying. And some of them kind of have lanes, but they offer a lot more variety. Guns are great, besides the shotgun. (laughs) Fuck that thing. Sniping shotgun. But I think, yeah, I just, I love the amount of customization for each gun that you can mold it to almost precisely how you want it. And almost all of them are capable of doing what you want them to do. There is no one set mold that you need to win. You can play how you want. Yeah, and about the guns, the fact that there's so many of them at launch, too. There's like 38, well, 37 guns in a shield. So there's such a wide variety because there's so many of them now. Because the last Call of Duty had, what, like 20 guns to start, if that? I think it had less than that. So the fact that there's so many different guns as well. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> you wouldn't know that. Uh, and and you know, Beer's looking forward to getting them all to 100. But uh, the crossplay. The crossplay is a great idea. I'm just worried. The one thing that worries me about the crossplay is PC is notorious for aimbots and any type of cheating and i mean i know they've got their anti-cheating stuff but there's always somebody that figures out some way to cheat and that's a that's my biggest worry for the cross play nah i'm just finding those cheaters i don't even keep cross play on yeah neither do i when i play by myself i don't have it on i have it on because i'm worried that i won't find lobbies oh come on now there's I've had so no problems yet. It's, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> People are going to buy it. You're going to find a lobby. But I do got to say... Well, because here's my thing is because people... Because it's a setting on by default um, that people won't know to change it off of default. So that's why I leave it on. But 
I think it, but I think it throws you into each category. Like when you turn it off, I think you have a chance of still getting in with people who have it on. They just don't get in with people who, ha- who do have it. I don't think you're limiting it so much that you, th- as much as you think you are. Yeah. Great Call of Duty though. I do. I got to say that if, if you haven't been a fan of the past shit, five or six games, this one I think you would be a fan of. Definitely pick it up. Yeah, I think uh, so. For my good things with the game, I I love the pacing of this modern warfare. It's just a lot slower. Um, everything's more deliberate. You can't go running around like a headless chicken. You can't go running out into the open because you're going to get fucked over. Um, basically, you have to be tactical. Now, I know the streamers and all that are all mocking that shit and they're all hating on it. But that's because they run around like idiots. They don't play the objective and they, you know, they're playing a whole different game. They want to play Quake is basically what they want to play. Quake or Doom. To me, I kind of like the slower pace. I like it being more deliberate. I like people camping, guarding a flag. So if I get shot by someone that's camping in a corner, guarding a flag, I'm okay with that because they're fucking playing the objective. Yeah, I, I like the speed of this game. It is not as fast as Black Ops 4. It's slower. I enjoy that. I also enjoy the fact that it's it's more realistic with the uh, the, the graphics, the maps, and the camos. I like that soldier look. Like the one soldier I, I got was the epic guy um he's looks like just a standard military soldier i like that i don't like the goofiness of the past ones uh, i don't want a clown guy running around i don't like that um so that's what does it for me with this title but let's wrap it up let's go into the final verdict yay or nay uh i think this is going to be skewed because we're all cod fanboys um final verdict Give it a, a, a out of a ten. What do you guys rate it? Beers. What do you rate it out of ten? Out of ten, I'd say a solid. Right now, I'd say, I'd say a seven, seven and a half, and that's only because because of the issues, because of the problems with it. They fix the issues. If they fix the issues and they add uh, battle royale, it's a ten. <laughs> Vikes, what do you think? Final verdict out of a rating out of ten. Uh, I'm kind of in the same. Um, I'd say about an eight. It it's not as good as the Modern Warfare series um, in the past, but compared to the last couple games that came out, it's it's a masterpiece compared to those. Um, the only thing it's missing is the battle royal aspect of it, and it sounds like they're going to add it at some point. So the ti- the title's only going to get stronger based on you know at least what's been posted so far. Uh, who knows if it's just fanboy shit, but, it, you know, they make a lot of money off of these games and they want to keep you entertained as much as they can. So you buy the next one and they're going to do everything that the people want for the most part. Solace, what's your number? I would say because of the issues, a 6 out of 10. If it did not have the issues, I would definitely give it an 8 out of 10, though. So if they get those fixed, absolutely solid game. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat as you, and I think this is the difference between uh, people with the X versus non. Uh, we're facing that that issue of getting crashed and and whatnot. I got to give it a five. I probably should give it like a a zero because it killed my Xbox. If they fix those issues, once they fix those issues, I'll I'll, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it I'll give it an eight. I'll go for as high as an eight, with the hope that they add more. But regardless. 
there is a ton of GRG playing this title. If you're looking to get into games with uh, other adults, pick it up, hop into the parties. We'll get you into the games. We're running multiple lobbies every night now. It's good to have Call of Duty back in the rotation of things where people actually want to play it. Um, it's been been kind of quiet for the past few years. We had a, a group play Black Ops 4, but not as big as it is now. And it's it's nice to see three or four squads out there running and uh, doing things. So uh, hopefully we can get a, a, a nice private lobby going one night, uh, next community night. So Yeah, that'll be fun. Once everybody starts slowing down. Yeah, so I want everybody starts slowing down, ranking up stuff. So, yeah, maybe that won't. Uh, maybe in the part, the private ones, maybe it won't uh, crash you guys either. True, you'll be able to enjoy the um, whole night. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's it's like a crazy <laughs> asking for a bit much. <laughs> I there, have buddy. no faith. Then Canadians, I, I have no faith right now until they fix that. I, I really need them to, to fix that. That's a serious problem. All right. So with that, we're gonna we're gonna do it with this episode. I want to thank everybody for being on. Uh, thank you, uh, Beers. Thank you, Solus. Uh, and and thank you, yeah, thank you, Vikes, for being on. Uh, it's great to have you on. Yeah, man. First time. First first time. <laughs> first and last. Or are you gonna join us again for another one? Um, I always told Lala I would do it. Uh, it always depends on the game, and so. Um, I don't know. If you want to talk shit about people, I'll be on that one. Can we talk shit about beers? Well, you know. Who does that? We do that every night in party. <laughs> you guys do that every night anyway. I think yeah. we should put a... We should put a... Let's put a pull up. Is it Toronto or Toronto? It's neither. Toronto. It's, neither. it's Toronto. in there. No T. Toronto. Not Toronto. 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 No toe. Toe. <laughs> no toe. I don't speak Canadian, so I don't know what he's saying. Sorry, guys. I'll break you out of Vav's old toe. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> See? Because they're all fucking mean. Eh? Fucking bunch of American <laughs> fucking bullies. What'd you expect? Come on. <laughs> you're just a sad, sorry little Canadian. It's okay. We know your feelings get hurt very easily. <sighs> anyway. All right, so uh, I'd like to remind everybody to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see what we're up to. Also, make sure to check out the calendar to see all our latest events that we have planned, uh, as well as follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spell out the D-O-T. And with that, I'd like to thank everybody for being on, and we'll see you later. Stay safe and game on. See you. <laughs>